Welcome back to another week of the Unstoppable Force podcast. I'm Guy. And I'm Rob. And today we're going to be talking about the Joker. Wait, is it is it the Joker or is it Joker? I think it's just called Joker. Because I've heard people calling it the Joker. Which is Joker because he's yeah. Joker. It's his name. It's Joker. not the Joker. Um, I mean, he is the Joker, but I guess he's not the Joker because now there's like several Jokers. So there's like this Joker. This is the new Ledger's Joker. Joker. Mm-hmm. So if there's more than one Joker, can you not, not no longer there's be no the Joker? Joker? Like even in like even if you were playing like the Batman games, like any of the Arkham games, wherever it's like Joker, they like the goons call him Joker. They don't mm-hmm. call him the Joker. True. Yeah. Like you, most of the time, it's Joker does this, Joker says that. I think uh, even Batman calls him Joker. And in this movie at the end, well, I guess we can't. Well, I guess yeah, I can't say anything yet. We'll get back to this. Um. Of course, we're going to start off with the, the spoiler-free version. Uh, yeah. I'm just going to kind of do a review, mm. our thoughts. Yeah, like overall. Um, But what did you think? I thought it was amazing. I think... Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, I It was definitely not your standard comic book movie. It stands on its own as, like, like, a, like as cinema, honestly. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, a like great score in it. Like, the acting's phenomenal. It's more like a... I don't know if you can call it a character study. I don't know if it's like the right term for it. Yeah. But it's like just follows this the one character throughout his transformation. And there's it's not action heavy. There's some gruesome parts in it. It's kind of very dramatic. Very, very dramatic. Drama. Yeah, yeah. Like a little bit of gore. But if you're going in because you want to see like Deadpool rated R like mm-hmm. action and like violence, that's not gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is like another like step kind of like Logan where once again we're being proven that, you know, um comic book sort of stories have a place in really high quality artistic cinema. Yeah. And this kind of to me, like in a in a weird way, in like a sort of like flipped way, felt like a V for Vendetta like almost sort of movie. But, like, where if the main character was V instead, mm. like, okay. in a weird way, like, where it's kind of this, like, movement around mm. an idea that forms from, like, a person. Okay. Um, Like, as we see them, like, transform yeah. into the into the Joker mm. or into Joker at the end. Yeah. Um, But then also had, like, this feeling, like you said, more of, like, uh, like a character study um, mm. of almost, like. You ever hear of the movie? Um, what's it called again? Shoot. Well, now I've I've, I've stuck myself in a corner. Um, well, it's like a movie where you watch like four characters sort of like fall into despair. Yeah. Uh, like one over like drug uh, addiction, another like one rent? is like dementia, and um, God, what is it called? It's like a famous movie that's super fucked up. As you like watch them like fall into descent. What is it called again? I'm not going to know. I literally knew what it was called going into this podcast, and I can't remember what it's called. I've always known what it's called. That sucks. Um, if, I, if, I, if I somehow remember it, whoever knows the movie is going to yeah. know what I'm talking about right. if they're watching this. So They're probably upset with you, annoyed that they yeah. know it, yelling at you. Um, but on top of just like the character thing, they did – like they had, there was a great narrative, like overall mm-hmm. narrative with um like mental illness and like it was right. a reflection of our society now, honestly. And it wasn't like the just like 
the the kind of hype that it was getting before when it's like oh it's just some incel like some dude just can't you know get some girl so he's just gonna shoot some shit up and go crazy like mm-hmm. th- it wasn't it wasn't even close to that no. type of like uh like narrative it was it was absolutely more like a a man that has actual issues that's more than that it's like damage before we kind of see him on screen and he's like considered savable almost yeah like He's not somebody, at least uh, at the very beginning, he's not entirely lost. His life is together. He has a job. Right. He has, you know, uh, aspirations. He's hasn't done anything violent. Right. Um, and, you know, there's he, – he has a backstory that gets flushed out, and he's supposed to be a sympathetic character. Yeah. But then at the same time, like, you understand that this is a – very mm-hmm. mentally ill person. Oh yeah. And I think that they definitely consulted people for this movie. Mm-hmm. They wanted to try to give, I feel like as, as accurate a representation as they could have to the sort of mentally ill person that they were depicting here. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think that there's an attention to detail that helps us understand people who have those mental illnesses better. Yeah. And I think the idea behind the movie was that our society is failing the mentally ill. And we're not actually, you know, uh, providing for these people and we're not facilitating environments, social mm-hmm. environments that are helping them. Yeah. And then, like, for the people who are exceptionally bad, mm-hmm. you know, we're not always um, getting them help that they need. Mm-hmm. We're not – we're letting right. them kind of do as they will yeah. even if it doesn't – even if it's not to the benefit of anybody around them or themselves. Exactly. Like, there's a, not, like, a line, but in – movie joker has like his notebook that he writes in and like mm-hmm. even he's like look he's trying to make a career from sta- being a stand-up comedian so he writes his joke and jokes in there and when they show it they like you see other things that he writes that's like supposed to be his mental notebook and one line that stands out is um the worst part about being mentally ill is people expect you not to act as if you're not right which is like basically like the message here is that like you can be you'll be mentally ill but like let's just you have to behave like you're normal and we're not going to help you and then like yeah they're helpless and i think that you know it's kind of it's odd because there's there's something that's similar to this idea that i was sort of just happened to be watching on youtube i ended up watching like some of those like videos of like uh the kids that have um different genetic disorders or like mental illnesses and things like that that make them have these completely different lives Mm. from us. And, you know, one of these people who like interviews them um, had sort of mentioned that we all have like this range of normalcy of like what we would consider to be normal or rather to be like, not really that weird. And for somebody who like grows up around mental illness, has family members that are mental illness, people with mental illness and like their immediate family, uh, it's not very abnormal to hear somebody talk about being depressed or understand mm-hmm. what that is. Right. Um, but because there was always this stigma and even like 10, 20 years ago, if you were to like mention that you had a mental illness, you did it in whispers. It was like yeah. gossip of the neighborhood mm-hmm. that somebody has a mental illness or something. Um, nowadays we're trying to broaden that like range of normalcy so that we're not so quick to judge people Mm. and we have a a better capability of empathizing with 
a perspective that we could never possibly even fathom feeling right. ourselves. Right. Yeah, there's like the feeling of like ostracizing these people that like are like on those outer bounds, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but like there has to be a sort of way to recognize that. Like I know normal is just like a bad like descriptor for everything. It's like what's normal? Like you can't really say that. But, yeah. Like it, there becomes a like point where people need help, and you really need to mm-hmm. find that. And you can't just be like, okay, that's a normal way to act, and just ignore it. That's just as bad. You can't say that's normal. Yeah, I think you know part of of movies and art is sort of a, a pushing change in a direction uh, of like whoever's making the movie's vision is. And you know, I think the idea of normal is very much like a universal like conven- mm. consensus amongst yeah. a, a society, right? So like while my range of normal may be wider than somebody else's, mm-hmm. it's almost like if you took the average of everybody's range mm-hmm. and then like that would be what's considered normal. Right. And if like it starts shifting and, and more than 50% of the people now consider, you know, depression normal, then the people who are saying that depression is weird are now the weird ones. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it's like, as it shifts and it moves, it's like fluid. Mm-hmm. And I think like over the last, 10 20 years everything is is being broadened because yeah. the internet yeah. especially it just mm. like if you want to see an autistic kid and what their mm. life is like and all the difficulties that they have to face on a daily basis mm. whether it be as a child or as an adult or any any of these these people with um different conditions illnesses and syndromes and things like that like you get to understand their perspective better yeah even on like a, a racial or nationalistic level, mm. you can see what people's lives are like in another country. You see what people's lives are like as another race and what they have to deal with. And I think that like this whole generation growing up is seeing all the fucked up shit that like we've done to all these people mm-hmm. and just feel so bad for everyone. Yeah. And that's why depression's at like 80% because like, Mm. nobody who's in school actually thinks the world is a good place anymore because we don't, we're not trying very hard to make it. A, well, we're, well, I think the next generation is going to do a big, a big job. Uh, I mean, I would just say things, that but... you're, we're also seeing more of the shitty things, right? So it's like you're more absorbed into the bad parts. It's easier to see it than like going to school and coming home and like watching your TV and then eating dinner and that's it. Like, you know? and everyone knows school sucks too. It's right. designed horribly. There's yeah, no point well, in it. Like, Oh, I'm going to college to get debt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited. I mean, I, I, we're kind of going on a tangent. There. A little bit. But I, I think that that's like the, the point of the movie, though, is I think a lot of the reason behind this movie and the way it was designed is to try to push that range of normalcy a little wider. Okay. Not, and this is the weird thing, too, is because you could be like, oh, it's normalizing this sort of behavior. No, it's not normalizing anything. No one who watched this movie that doesn't mm. already have a mental illness or is like a terrible human being, mm-hmm. regardless of the movie, um, is going to think that this is somehow normal or right. okay. Yeah, exactly. Now they're they're showing us what not to do or what not to be, mm. you know, and how if we are a better society that prevents these things, that works harder to um give people better lives and better support structures that we can avoid the joker yeah or joker keep doing that yeah it doesn't <laughs> we can avoid making joker 
by being a better society. And I think that is the message. Yeah, I I can agree with that. Maybe it's not the entirety, just because it's also still a movie that has to entertain and and be fascinating. Right. I mean, and, it was like mainly like a, the origin story of yeah. of like the one of the most iconic villains of Batman, and like on that note, um, so I think they kept some really good notes from like the comic because like. There was, I think the director at some point is like, oh, we're not going to go use anything from, like, any of the comics, like, Origin or whatever. But there's definitely some, like, cameos in there Mm -hmm. and some parts of, like, parts of the Joker that come through that you can see, like, came from the comics. Yeah. On top of making it, like, like, I want to say more realistic, but put a twist on it that, like, because well, he, he apparently more. became Joker from like falling in a vat of acid. Yeah, right? exactly. Because yeah. I never read the original comics, yeah. but I remember that hearing that's right. it. And you think like 20 years ago, it makes sense. No mm-hmm. one's gonna like make mental illness a thing. 20, right. 30, 40 mm-hmm. years. How long? How old is Joker? It's like 30 years ago, I think. Yeah. Right? No, it's gonna be more. More 40. Yeah, probably about there. Because imagine it's probably it's like like 2020 already, so it's gotta be before 2000. So it's gotta be right, like 1980s. Like, that, yeah, that would make yeah, sense. Yeah. So, yeah, 1980s, no one has the balls to talk about mental yeah. illness. Um, so you you had to, like, come up with this other reason why a character went yeah. crazy. Yeah. Because uh, it can't possibly be a realistic mm. thing that made him crazy. But now in, like, 2019, we have, like, these shootings. We have all these mental illness, mm. like, all these people, depression, rampant, everything. Yeah. Like, now we can actually make... A Joker that makes sense. Yeah. Which I think is cool. I, I personally like a real Joker than a, we're just going to come up with a random yeah. origin story Joker. I mean, when, yeah, I mean, that was just like what comics. I don't know. I mean, sometimes I like it's, it's, it's a very simple, like very yeah. like shallow story. Well, so the, I think, That's what I mean. Yeah. And then like, since that happened though, there's been like, plenty of arcs where they like the rumor is or like here's the backstory like look even like i guess in cinema if you in like the movies with like heath ledger joker like he says how he got his scars different ways like you don't actually mm-hmm. know what made him the way he is if it's right. like that crazy like yeah that's the thing that like bleached his skin and he hates batman sure whatever but, well i like, think that's was... smart because it's like they know his origin story sucks so let's not even mention it let's not sure. even pretend it exists Sure. Let's make a joke out of it. Okay. And then I think, like, in other cases where it, it made... I don't know about the games. Did the games actually address his origin story much? I don't remember. I don't, I don't think so. I think uh, everyone just Arkham glosses Arkham, over it. Arkham... No, I don't think so. I mean, it sounds to me like most people who are making content around, the, uh, around Joker... It, they are avoiding the origin story because it's just like mentioned in passing when it's mentioned. It's like one day he fell into a vat of acid and that was it. He was never the same. Done. Uh, that, there's definitely story. other. There's definitely comics and graphic novels that have done it. Oh I yeah. Can't name it off. But that's like for hardcore fans. I think like the further you go out to like fans that maybe aren't so interested in the comics, but rather these like individual separate stories, mm-hmm. like the movies and the video games. Yeah. Like. You don't really care about this grander, insane amount yeah, of like lore. That's who's going to care about this movie about the origin of the Joker. 
is like the normies are just gonna be like whatever like i don't know good. i don't even though this and is the origin insane. of the joker it, like, it's not a comic book movie at all it's yeah, but, actually just really just a, a yeah but you can't like there's such a problem with naming it's like the problem I have with um, Jumanji is like they had this this movie that was based on a video game these characters got sucked into called it Jumanji. That's just a name. They could have called it anything else you wanted to, mm-hmm. but you called it that. It's like calling the Joker the Joker, not having have any of the notes of like the laugh, insanity, the things that he went through that yeah. they brought into this movie. Well, he, I think he, it just it it's like the it's like the thing that draws people to the movie to give it a shot because if it was just like a movie about a dude who loses his mind and shoots people it would probably be taken way worse than if it's joker right because if it's joker it's like oh we're just making a character from a a comic book series and we're using it as an excuse to make this incredibly well you don't think like any you don't think any there's plenty of horror stories that that have done this that like um like um, like for, I don't know, Freddy Krueger, for example, had was like mentally ill, and then he started killing kids in their fucking sleep. Like, there's things that like, like I there's mean, horror these... villains that do the same thing. So it's not like I think... people have we're not worried about <sighs> horror movie villains doing this shit. Like, you know, it's just it's what happens. Like serial killers in movies, they're fucking right. They always start, but the thing is, is whenever there's like serial killers, villains, um. Any sort of, like, bad guy, it almost always seems to start after he became bad. It it almost never really starts before. And, I mean, you can maybe say, like, Halloween, the remake one where we mm-hmm. see him as a kid, is, like, yeah. that origin story. Yeah. Uh, and I think that that might, might be the only thing I can actually think of off the top of my head, of, like, an origin story for, mm-hmm. for a, an evil, murderous character. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... But even then, I think that it it more focused on psych, psychopathy, not mm. um, mental illness, right? Where it was like this kid was, okay. you know, hurting small animals. He mm. was lacking in empathy. He, you know, there was these indicators that were not just like mental illness, but more like the evil side of mental illness, like well, antisocial personality illness. disorders. Where it's the, like you can be like, oh, those are all bad. Anybody I, with psychopathy is gonna be bad. Everybody yeah, like, with soci- sociopathy is gonna be bad. Well, what do you think? Like these school shooters, ha- like they're might not. Have. I mean, some of them might, might be right. Okay, um, and, but uh, others are absolutely. You, know, you have to lack not. empathy to, sh- to kill people like that. We say again. It's, it's like lacking empathy to kill people. Like these are the signs. So it's not like. Well, I mean, the lack of empathy isn't. i'm talking about specifically like once again sociopathy and psychopathy which is is antisocial personality disorder but um in terms of it being like depression Hmm. uh schizophrenia uh, sorry schizophrenia um bipolar yeah uh you know there's there's a very large list of different things Hmm. that are not they're capable of making you do stuff that is bad. Okay. But it's usually more associated with like heightened emotional states. Right. Which is okay. yeah. I think more in line with like the movie where it's like he's he'll enter a heightened emotional state. Okay. And do things that are bad. And then by the end he kind of gets stuck in it where it's like, well, everything else is fucked. Mm. You know, I really don't right. have any normalcy to return to. I don't have like a happy place. Okay. Good. I guess we kind I get of it. 
just start rolling with the chaos because it's the only thing that's comfortable anymore. I mean, regardless, I think um, if the jo- this Joker was like it was just depression and then he went crazy and did this, we would have a problem with it. Right. It needs like actually have a basis in the type of mental illness that he has. So I mm-hmm. think even if you if you had a character that wasn't Joker that went through what he went through and did that same thing. You can like you can still have that. I think Dowry just shouldn't. It should it just shouldn't be there. It should be the same type of like whether it's a character that was based on a comic or a or a character you come up with that has the same thing. Well, I think the media just likes to run with this idea that if you make something about something, it means you're endorsing it. Yeah. It, like it, it universally, it's like oh, if I it's like that guy in in England who made yeah. that video about the dog oh. who was like hailing Hitler. Oh yeah, he and, had his dog. Yeah, yeah. And it's like. Just because he made a video that made Hitler a dog and it was like <laughs> yeah. cute or whatever, um, and it was a joke, doesn't mean he's endorsing it. Right. In fact, the whole point was that he was making his dog mm. the ugliest thing he could imagine right. making it in order to prank his girlfriend. Yeah. So he was like, "What's the funniest thing that is the complete opposite of what my right. my girlfriend sees in the do- in this dog?" Right. Or Let's it's make like it Hitler. Or like. Even go to like roots when they're doing slavery stuff. Just because you make it and like it's historically accurate and as fucked up as it is, that's what happened. You can't. Was like, there a controversy back when? No, like, I'm just saying like it's if you were to do that. Yeah. I'm saying you can't like just because something happened and it was bad doesn't mean that you're endorsing that thing that is bad. Right. Yeah. yeah like I'm, if you're. I'm, that's what I'm saying. I guess it's like in that case it's so bad that you can't imagine that they're endorsing it, and so therefore you have to oh, assume the opposite. You can, but you can't assume that about Hitler. Okay. Yeah, but that's the thing, though, is because I think that we're so paranoid about, like, white supremacy. And I think – I mean there is definitely a lot, m- like, more loud white supremacy right now than there's mm-hmm. ever been. I don't think there's more. I just think it's mm-hmm. – that there's empowerment yeah. of those people to be louder. Right. Um, but I, I, I think that because it's a sensitive topic within our society, that's why it gets this treatment – Versus like slavery, which is not a hot topic in our society. I think every person except for those white nationalists would agree that there shouldn't be slavery and that it's horrible Mm. and it's inhumane. Right. And we've thought that for a very long time now. Mm. So I think that because it's such a general consensus, you can come out with a movie about slavery right now Mm. and it'll just be like, oh, well, they're doing it because they're honoring and they're trying to show the history of these people. and um you know, how they overcame Mm. the difficulties that they faced. And like, it's kind of this Mm. sort of different perspective, but now it's like, if you're looking at somebody with mental illness who then turns to violence because we're dealing with it right now, regularly Mm. in our society, Mm. you're able to go, well, what if this triggers a shooting, even if it's not meaning to like, Mm. and honestly, I was in the theater and I was thinking like, if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen now when he shoots the dude. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. Well, we can't get there. We should probably switch over into into the spoiler spoiler zone. Um. So I mean, before I mean, we switch into the spoiler well, we, zone, do you want to give like your final rating? Yeah, okay. I mean, you should tell me yours first because I kind of said how oh, I really liked it. I don't really know. You Does that make it like vibe? a nine out of ten or ten out of ten? I, I'm thinking I mean, like an eight point five, eight point seven five, like. It okay. doesn't just hit a nine for me. Mm. It's like really, really high, high eight. Okay. Because pro- – Go ahead. I mean I'd probably give it a nine. 
Um, I definitely there like just seeing it once. I definitely want to go back because there's some things that you can that you like would miss or that you want to really notice, like like mm-hmm. that went through, um, that you can look back on. And I think that although there was only like a few times where I'm like, why is this scene here? Like this is not really a spoiler, but like um through one of his breakdowns, he just gets into the fridge. For like it's like a minute of him just clearing out the fridge and going and sitting in it. Yeah. And then that was the that was part of the scene. That was it. It was like, okay, we never seen him like break down like this and do this thing. Like why the fridge? Like like that was like kind of weird out of like nowhere. Mm-hmm. And like yeah, like it's kind of easy to be like, oh, it's unexplained because that's just like a breakdown that can happen. But like when you're noticing his other like, I think it's supposed reacts, to be like an impulse. Yeah. Uh, which I could yeah. see like since I mean. With mental illness, like, maybe you just, like, look at the fridge and you go, maybe if I just, like, freeze to death, this will all be over or maybe, something. Yeah. And you just put yourself in there and you sit mm-hmm. in there for, like, 30 minutes. And then you're like, fuck, let's probably get out of here. And you get out. But, like, yeah. just, just this need to, like, punish yourself almost, I right. feel like. Yeah. It's just, like, some like things trash. like that. But other than that, like, between the acting and just the descent, like, the slow burn of... Mm-hmm. of of like his mental state honestly yeah it was like like you it was set up so well that you're like oh like this is like he seems all right Mm -hmm. like and then it like is more and more revealed about like like who he really is versus just like the things he goes through it's not like he's reacting to his world alone it's like something else had to be there beforehand on top of the score that they had Mm -hmm. like the music just is like full like cinema honestly yeah no it's very much it's very much an artistic movie mm-hmm. and you kind of have to go in with this mindset. Like this is a very, very artistic movie and it's just, it's supposed to like kind of bring you along on this ride, this roller coaster mm-hmm. of another person's like fall yeah. into, um, I don't want to say like insanity, but like almost sort of, I mean, I would I, I'd go fall there. into like being consumed by their mental. Yeah. I think it's like a better way of, describing it okay like consumed by it yeah yeah um yeah so uh my score is like i guess like 8.75 yours you said is nine and now we're gonna switch over to spoilers yeah, i mean i mean Woo-hoo. if you um agree with us let us know yeah, yeah. if you've you got to leave right now <laughs> tell us well, about whether or not you're excited yeah you know whether mm-hmm. or not we changed your minds on whether or not you're gonna see it mm-hmm you hate if you hate superhero movies, go see it. Go see it because it's not a superhero <laughs> yeah, movie. It's not for. None. It's not even like Deadpool that was rated R that had crazy violence like that and jokes like this was dark and very like honestly like cinematic. I think it was only like one point in the whole movie that I actually like laughed for real. Yeah, yeah. There's even points where like it's like sort of a joke. Like, like, there's a joke there, and you're like, ha, ha. Like, you're like, you're I like, shouldn't really sure. laugh yeah. at that. Because <laughs> that, it hurts. It's like, feels weird. Like, if I was in that situation, but, yeah. or like, yeah. It... The one scene that was funny, though, oh. was amazing. Okay, yeah. we'll, we're switching yeah. into spoiler okay, zone. No. Okay, three, two, one, spoilers. Um. That scene was so good. What in the apartment? Yeah, the apartment <laughs> where where he kills the his his friend, his coworker. I, his coworker. I guess whatever. I forget the midget guy's name too. It's like Paul or some. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, it was like Pete and 
I don't One know. Of the, whatever their names are. Yeah. But when he had to get up to open up the door because it was It still, locked. like, fucks with you. You're like, is he going to go and open the door for real? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah. He goes to open the door and, like, he can't reach the, mm-hmm. the chain to undo it. So he needs Joker's help. And then he goes to do it. And he, like, you can't tell when Joker gets up to do it. Like, did he, like, set that up to fuck with him anyway? Like, mm-hmm. that he couldn't open the door and just go to open the door. I was like, I almost thought he was going to, like, smash his head in the door. I don't know. Just because that, like, I was expecting that, but... <laughs> but it, it was kind of weird, too, because then it ended up being sort of sweet. Yeah. When he was like, thank you, you're the only one who ever was nice to me. Yeah, exactly. And he gave him a kiss. Yeah. And then it just, like, kind of, I think, brings it right back to the point we were making about the whole, mm-hmm. like... This isn't actually like he is a bad person, and he's what he's doing is horrible, mm-hmm. and he killed people. Mm-hmm. But even you can even say like when he killed people, he was doing it in self defense until he ran out of the out of the uh, train and like hunted or the subway oh, and yeah, hunted down the guy. Dude. Yeah. Um. Actually, it was a train. So. The train, um. Subway. Train. I think it was the train, not the subway. It's like the train into like Grand Central that we take because it was outside and they had like the stairway up and around, and that's where he shot him on. It was on that stairway oh. up. So it was above mm. ground, therefore it's. I think it's. No, it wasn't above ground. Yeah, it was. It wasn't in a subway. It was outside. On like one of those platforms that like we would get on, in order to go into. That the was city. underground, though. Was it? Yeah, Am man, I crazy? That's, that's, I mean, uh, I thought I remember. Never remembering it wrong. Either way, doesn't matter semantics. Okay. Um. Either way, like before he killed the the third guy, he was acting in self defense. Sure. That like, was, like, the first time, like, no, he was of course. doing anything anyway. No, what I'm saying, there's the, this idea that they keep going on with the movie until, like, the very end when he goes on the show mm-hmm. and actually, like, shoots Murray. He killed his mom. Yeah, he killed it right this tree. He killed his mom before that, too. No, but, okay, and he, you're missing what I'm saying. No, I'm saying, right, like, throughout the movie, they'll make him do something bad. Okay. And then they'll make him be nice about something to someone and i'm trying to say that it's related to this like once again the idea of like the mental illness i think understand what i'm saying no because the only instance of that is in the in the apartment yeah give me another instance where he did something bad then he did something nice i guess i guess i'm not saying it right because you're right he didn't do something bad then say something nice or whatever i'm saying like throughout the movie he's nice and he's a nice person and then as things happen to him, he does bad things. Okay. Yeah. And it's kind of like what I said earlier, like the idea of being savable. Uh-huh. Right. And I think that's part of the this movie is this idea that he was made mm-hmm. by society. Right. He is not inherently a bad person. He's not good and evil. There is only gray and that people become evil through okay their experiences individually right and he he the thing is if you notice he actually only killed people that he that either directly like hurt him or indirectly hurt him or like it definitely affected his life yeah so like the dude that gave him his the gun he can easily blame him for getting fired because the dude gave him the gun and the gun fell out the gun came from him. Let me. And then you know, he lied and was like, right. "Yeah, he was exactly. trying to buy a gun off me." Right, exactly. His boss. Um, and then his mom, obviously, from for all the mental trauma from as a kid, mm-hmm. just like telling him to smile while he's getting his ass beat. I mean, she seems like a bit of a victim, right? As well, but he's still like, but it's, that's not how he's perceiving right, it. Exactly, he sees her as right. like 
supposed well, to defend. Well, like he's also pushing mom. off his his uh, um, response, like responsibility mm-hmm. for his life, because if he didn't bring the gun with him, he wouldn't have dropped it in the hospital, right? And that whole situation yeah. wouldn't happen. Like he could have decided to leave the gun in the locker, for example. Right. That was a decision he could have made, but he doesn't see it that way. Like he he gets the point at people. So like even Murray, right? When like oh he made fun of him uh, with the you know putting a stand up on there, but he's laughing yeah. at him. Like that's like, and then he's gonna bring him there to laugh at him. He's like you're gonna that's basically gonna cause him more shit and more trauma in his life. So he's like fucking mm-hmm. let me off you now. And then he didn't kill the other people in the room. He just killed the one dude that was gonna directly yeah. affect him and, and cause him more trauma. Yeah. No. So I mean. There's just an element of, like, sympathizing with the character, and they always want to bring you back to this idea that he's not wholly bad. Mm. That's kind of what I meant. Not, yeah. not that he's, like, mm. doing something good after he does something bad, but rather that there's always, like, some action. I guess that's the last one before we see him go, like, full Joker, and I think once he goes, like, I think full once Joker, he put the makeup on. I mean, like, I think it was, like, that was when he went full Joker, was when he was went out there. Yeah. Once he called like, him finished. Joker and he was that, like, he started talking fine. Like, at first he was, like, kind of, eh. But then, like, once he was fine, like, like yelling at him, like, uh, mm-hmm. you want to hear a joke is, um, like, what do you get when, uh, with a man like me, when society leaves him behind? Like, what you deserve. And then he offs him. Like, that was when he was, that, that scene right there, went before, right before he kills him, he was full Joker. Like, I think with the makeup kind of making yeah. that. Because he was no longer really laughing like that. Yeah, I don't and think he, he actually was. Yeah, he put the mask on. I think a part of it is the mask. So this idea of, like, that he's not he's not Arthur Fleck right. anymore. Right, When he went on to the show at the end, right. after, you know, all of everything, he became the Joker. And then you could see, like, when he first sits down, he's actually very stressed. Yeah. And he doesn't talk for, like... Mm-hmm a few seconds and he's like fuck yeah. i have no idea what i'm gonna say um and then like as it starts as he starts to speak he like gains this confidence mm. in his like judgment of society and starts to like monologue and has an incredible amount of confidence and mm. charisma comparatively to when he was Arthur Fleck, only right. like a scene or two prior to that. Even like the way he was talking afterwards, like even at the camera when he got up, mm-hmm. it was definitely different. Like his obviously his demeanor and just the way he was talking, totally felt like he was all into who he was at that point. Like then go, like, um, being in the cop car and just mm-hmm. like the way he was looking, he just that he found out who he was. He like felt that, comfortable, right? Exactly in his body. And I and it's kind of fucked up, but I think like part of it too is that you know with with everything that mattered to him fell apart, right? So he loses his job, realizes that who he thought were his friends are like kind of douchebags, mm-hmm. like at at work. Yeah. Um, his mom is liar. She is part of the reason he has the condition that he has, and all of the things that are wrong with him are her her fault right. in very large part. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, he thought that that Thomas Wayne was yeah. his father mm-hmm. and got punched in the face by the guy. Yeah. Uh so when and then also with the whole the whole uh woman thing, the 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 Illusion. woman that he yeah. ends up becoming infatuated with mm. and then uh he literally 
um, delusions, has right. delusions of her, and thinks yeah. that she's like with him and mm. is like engaging with him and was, having sex with him and like so dating him. I want to just say that um like the sort of like talk about this movie was part of like just always oh, just the incel that like like school shooter type deal, and now like when I was watching that's the scenes when he was following her, I'm like. Like, okay, like, this is what's gonna be, like, he's gonna be rejected by this whole thing, and then, like, then you can easily point to, like, the prejudgment of this movie was bad, and in no way even close to what actually happened in the movie, and yeah, so I was just concerned with, like, him, like, that thing being, like, what gets pointed out in this movie, and him, like, following her, and then going in, and this whole shit happening, Mm -hmm. but then he doesn't go in, and he just stays away, and then... She's like, oh, you follow me? And then, like, he, like, you don't know that he, like, that they're not together when they go and do, like, the date or whatever. Right, it was kind of confusing. It almost seems like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. Is this real? Like, you feel uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. I was like, this is, I just, it wasn't even a case of, like, bad narrative. Like, I don't know. I thought it was almost like they wrote wrote badly or something. Yeah, I think they didn't do that very, like, that was probably the one thing that they probably didn't do that well, where they well, they showed did you it something. well and didn't do it well. That's okay. the kind of confusing the, part. Like, the execution, like, the theory was good. The execution wasn't that great, I think. I think. But isn't the fact that we thought it was real along with Arthur mean that it was great? But it, I don't it, think so. I think, it, I think that after you find it out, there's, like, a feeling of, like, Yeah, oh. I guess they can't tell us. But it, if it was the case of, like, um, unreliable narration... Right, mm-hmm. where like it's from the Joker telling like basically what's happening that like we weren't set up for that, so that was kind of an issue. It's right, like, it's, it's, it's like, kind of like not know, not mm-hmm. knowing not knowing the mm-hmm. rules. Right, before you go and you like play a yeah. game. Well, like like when he's has the delusion of going on on the show. I like, guess that is earlier. our that is our like rule that mm-hmm. they're showing us. Like, oh, he can be seeing things that aren't real. Be mm-hmm. prepared for that. Right, like we didn't know if he went on the show for real or not. Like we could imagine that it was just like a. Of, like a dream that he wanted to go on and like be like oh i love you and then like bring he brings him on stage mm-hmm. and like that happens but like you can kind of like that was like oh you can probably guess that it wasn't real just based on like them watching that every night the, right because it was very night. uh grandiose yeah um but honestly you know the more i think about it, the more we talk about it i actually the more i think that they did a good job with it mm. because i think if we ask ourselves did they accomplish the task that they set out to complete? Okay. Then it's to establish the fact that he can have grandiose delusions mm. with that first scene of him going on the show. Mm. And even in that scene, we initially are not sure if it's real or not until yeah. it starts to get like very big yeah, and like very obvious that it's kind of like a dream. Yeah. Um, and then we only realize it like three quarters of the way through that it's definitely fake. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then same thing with the girl, right? We're I think most of this movie is supposed to be from his perspective, and I'm I'm not sure, but I don't actually think there's a single scene in the entire movie that he's not present. Okay. Like if you look at a lot of other movies, there'll be several scenes without the main character present. Yeah. In this movie, there is not a single scene without Joker present. As okay. far as I can remember, I could be wrong. So feel free to call I me can't, out I in can't the remember. comments if I am. Um, but if that's the case, and I think it is because of the way that the whole movie is designed, 
is that we're supposed to try to become Arthur. Okay. And that's why they deceive us intentionally with that first dream sequence with the girl. Like they want us to almost think that it's possible that this is actually happening. Yeah. Because he thinks it's possible this is actually happening. And then when you find out that it's all fake, just like he is, right. you have this feeling oh, of disappointment. Moment. Yeah, yeah. It was and like, a... like that you feel almost betrayed by the movie mm-hmm. that he's not with the girl or like that he's yeah. I mean not that you do feel betrayed, but mm-hmm. like you're like, What? Oh it was uh... Well, so I think it's because of the character. Like there's like oh shit moments, like this wasn't real. Like it happens in like Fight Club. Right, yeah. where you're like, oh shit, like, and like the sound effect ha- happens. But with this, because you know the character and how fucked he is, like when that happens, you're like, okay, it's not that doesn't just affect a normal person in one way. That fucks it up way harder. Like he's mm-hmm. probably go even crazier than somebody that would realize this is happening. Yeah, and, and it was just way worse. So you kind of like feel his, I think, mm-hmm. his emotion in that moment which is then i think reflected in you thinking like oh they did it badly Mm. because i don't know if they did it badly because if there are if the whole point of it was to make you legitimately genuinely believe that it was happening be confused by it Mm. and then when it's explained afterwards be like oh well that sucks for him no i look it it worked in the end i guess just like when it was happening it was just confusing um I mean, other than that, it was kind of cool how they showed Bruce having his parents get shot, too, yeah. towards the end. You know what's one weird thing, though, is, like, uh, just, n- like, a nitpick, I guess, especially for, like, the really hard, more hardcore fans, is how old Joker is compared to right. Bruce. He's, like, 30 years older or something like that. So when he becomes Batman, also, like, usually Joker doesn't isn't Joker without Batman, so, like, with the original backstory but that's that's whole separate batman's supposed to be late 30s early 40s i'm just saying like i'm just the joker doesn't become the joker right without batman like in the original story right so batman comes first and then causes joker yeah yeah and then joker comes back and doesn't you know does all that stuff but um in in this he's just so much older so if you play out the timeline joker's like old as fuck Honestly, I think the whole timeline thing was just for the yeah. cameo. No, I, I that was the whole I, thing. I liked it. It was just a, a nitpick, like I said. Yeah, like, it doesn't really. And if this is a one-off, it's <laughs> completely fine. We get to see that whole. I, mean, I think it's like a. I think it's a valid nitpick, though, based on what I'm saying. In, in that, I think that the whole timeline they chose was just to have the one scene where Bruce's parents get killed. Like literally, I think, so. I think that they could have made him older. How much older? They could have made him like 25. They could have made him. Um, yeah, but I think I guess the other you also scene the when Thomas, he... the whole thing about him being his yeah, father yes, thing, and then that wouldn't be accurate too, right? So that's I feel like him movie. going to um the Wayne Manor and and like doing the trick for Bruce that wouldn't work either if he's older. Mm-hmm. I think that worked really well because like that was the beginning of like Al- that's Alfred. I think that was supposed to be Alfred. Yeah, that, right? was it? Mm-hmm. It's weird. Yeah, I didn't really catch that that. Yeah, and in the moment I did, yeah. now that you mention it, yeah, but, I guess um, that's Alfred. But Alfred, I feel like they could have so, made him more interesting than they did in this movie. Yeah, I think the whole idea of like, oh, she was insane, like blah blah blah, like you don't it know who's kind telling of a the truth about it. Yeah. Like you don't know who's telling the truth, right? Because you can be like some billionaire, some famous dude, like trying to cover his ass, say somebody's just crazy or lying to keep them like shut up, or is it true or not? Like that, I thought they did really well. Is like 
we didn't yeah. know if we're like is she was she really insane or, maybe that's or why not. they made him kind of a douche because if yeah. he was like super nice about it then we probably would have believed him right but then if he's like kind of a dick and like no she was crazy get the fuck out of here right then it's like he might just be saying yeah i think that that worked really well and then then obviously when thomas wayne does that whole thing it's like she was insane it's like are they really trying to cover this up or is this actually true yeah no i i did not I did not fully believe that it wasn't true until mm-hmm. the insane asylum files. Yeah, and they're not calling it. They're not calling it Arkham Asylum. It's what was it again? Oh, at the time? end, he was in Arkham Asylum, but not that. That was Arkham General Hospital or something. Arkham something. Well, yeah, something like that. But in the like end, he was in, I think he was in, the, in Arkham. Asylum. Unless that's supposed to be the same hospital, we don't really know. I guess they they didn't specify that it was in Arkham Asylum at the end, did they? I mean, there could have been, like, documents or something we didn't catch. Mm-hmm. Like, I would probably have to see that again. And like, also, just to, like, address the end, did he get out? <laughs> like, just, did he kill that fucking chick? He de- okay, he, I want to say he killed her, but I want to also say that they just... He was just walking around, and then he got chased down. I don't think he got away. Right. Like, he's just, like... That's it. We don't really I mean, know, they just but... very left it very open-ended, but, like, mm-hmm. actually, honestly... In a, in a weird way, I actually think that last scene was the worst scene in the movie, just because like he walks out with like blood on his shoes, mm-hmm. and it's like they didn't really make any sense of what happened. If you're did, did he kill her? Did what happened? And he's just like running around, running I mean, left and right. On. Does it really matter that he if he killed her or not? Like you'd see blood, so he definitely fucked her up at least at the minimum, mm-hmm. and he got out of the room. So like. Right, that's what really matters. Like he yeah, killed her or not. Yeah, it just felt like an annoying extra piece of information that was like, it's like it's like they tried to do like the whole oh let's try to find a way to make it open ended, but then they ended up like making a scene that kind of was just like weird and out of place to me, comparatively um, to the rest of the movie. Okay, I mean I wouldn't I don't know if you because you know the Joker is really like he like in general like when he gets caught or whatever he just you know he figure out does a way to get out so like. Mm-hmm. He, like, could have played her and then like, fucked her up. And then, no, but what I mean, like, so you know, like, you even said this earlier. You said that the only people he killed were the people who directly, yeah, like directly if... were doing something to him. Mm-hmm. And it just, like, I think the rules that we learned about his character up mm-hmm. into that point, even once he, I mean, maybe you could say once he fully became Joker, it didn't matter anymore. Mm-hmm. But then, like, he, you know. Well, he's he, not free now. Like, he, he doesn't think he's insane and they're holding him back. I mean, I can just vouch that's what for I'm saying. him, we don't, right? I can make excuses for the, that, right? right? We, we don't really know. But that's what I'm saying. He put, like, the last scene puts us in a position of making a ton of assumptions. Yeah. And that's what I kind of didn't okay. like about it. Because I was like, okay, we have to assume that he beat the crap out of her. We mm-hmm. have to assume that he broke out of the room and that there wasn't locks or guards or mm-hmm. anything. We have to assume that there's no um, normal security in this hospital you know, he's just kind of like prancing. Yeah. Right. He's not running. He's is he like is he afraid? Is he trying to get out? You know. Then he runs left and he runs right. Did he get out? Did he not get out? Mm-hmm. You know, so it, I think that they tried to make this open ended ending kind okay. of thing, but then I feel like it didn't fit the tone I think of that, the rest of the movie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think it fits into like our standard um, idea of Joker. Right? Yeah. And that's like kind of maybe what they were going for, where it's like mm-hmm. now he's Joker, now you're gonna see like what he would do like this. But yeah, it didn't fit with the rest of the tone. Because he really, I guess he really wasn't Joker mm-hmm. until like the very, very, very end. Yeah. And so like, is he now 
at the point where we no longer can empathize with him, right? Mm -hmm. I think since the whole movie tried so hard to get us to think like Arthur Fleck and to understand Arthur Fleck, is that maybe that's why it felt weird because like Mm -hmm. I couldn't understand him anymore at the very very end there Mm -hmm. in that scene. Okay. Right, because I couldn't think of why he would beat up the woman. I couldn't think of why he was trying to escape. I couldn't. I didn't have any sort of frame. Um, whereas everything up to that point, you understood why he made a decision. Maybe he just fell so far into it. Like that's what. Yeah. Maybe he's like at the point where he's true Joker and he's now just a crazy man Mm -hmm. doing random things without order, without chaos. With chaos. Or sorry, with chaos. Yeah. Just causing chaos. (laughs) Yeah. So maybe that's like what they were trying to do. Like the, the transformation complete. Yeah. In the last scene or something. Yeah. I definitely hope they do a sequel. I don't know. If, I don't know because now we're gonna get like just. I think that we saw it his will origin. Be I want to see him. I want to see. It will be this. so different though because you know it how would be. um like Joker usually gets like um goons or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but in this, like, he started a movement and a whole thing, and it's all about him. They're looking up to him. So he before that he hasn't like. He he didn't feel like he wanted to control other people, tell people what to do. It was just like they're looking up to him like their god, like the like their savior. So now yeah. it's like, right, is he still their savior? Because like, like we're gonna have like the riots probably be snuffed out, and then Joker's mm-hmm. put away, and that's it. Who's gonna come back out and be like? We also had to assume that. Yeah. Cause, and that was another weird thing for me when I was watching the movie. I was like, is this a vision then? Since well, he, he was a... in the, mm-hmm. since he was just like appeared in in his cell talking with the social worker again mm. i was like did yeah. him standing on the car with everybody around him like was that, was just... that a grandiose dream and then he never right. actually even got crashed into by the cop like by another car while he was in the cop car right but then i was like but then isn't the guy who crashed into the cop car also supposed to be the guy who shot wayne uh no uh, uh, bruce wayne's parents no i think because they, they was wearing the same jacket no it wasn't the same. wasn't the same no dude? the other dude was standing on the side Saw them come out and then walked over there. And the other dude was carrying him out to the car. Just different dude. Okay. Um, I I thought I remember they looking very similar. Maybe maybe it was it's just an dark. accident. Yeah. Um, by like costume department or something. Uh, but you don't yeah. actually know then if he got arrested again. <laughs> like, did yeah. he get arrested again? Did he actually never get hit by that yeah. other car? Because that could very well have been a grandiose dream. Yeah. And the rest of the movie, every time it tried us to make us think that he had a dream, it ended up being fake. But they started off with making us think it was real mm. to then crush us with the fact that it wasn't. Right. So They just brought him to the asylum instead of him getting out. Yeah. Could've so that's – I think it's the other reason why I hated that scene at the very, very end. Oh, uh, that's the only – that's yeah. honestly the only scene I didn't like. Yeah. Because it, it just – it added this layer of unnecessary, annoying confusion. Yeah, it's like filling in the blanks that they didn't really. Yeah, they had to. They didn't explain it at all. Yeah, they didn't explain a single part of the scene. They didn't explain why he killed her. They didn't explain why he was there. They didn't explain how mm-hmm. his entire group of people that were surrounding him just disappeared. Like nothing was explained for that scene. It just okay. felt like tacked on. Yeah. So I think everything that led up and including the scene in on TV was almost perfect. If not perfect. And mm-hmm. then, like, after that, they're like, this is the Joker now. Let's just 
do Joker thing, like yeah, in the last couple scenes. Okay, the one thing it was when I was just watching him when they picked him out of the car and he stood up, I was like, I don't know, man. The the costume department could have done a better job, like with this. Like I know he just got hit by a car or whatever, but like his makeup was just like not really there at all, and it was just kind of faded and like he was like kind of bloody. But then when he put his finger in his mouth and like yeah near the blood, I'm like, all right, that looks fucking sick. So I was like, all right, that's fine. I, I think, yeah, I think they did a good job with everything except for that last scene. Yeah. But the thing is, is that you have to go into this movie knowing what you're getting, or else you will be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Still can't remember that other movie. Yeah. Been trying to this whole time. Yeah. I would uh, classify this as, like, it's not thriller, it's just suspense, most kind of. Yeah, it's like suspense, it's dramatic suspense. Dramatic suspense, definitely. Uh, you, you ever see, like, Memento? Yeah. It's kind of like... I, I'm okay. not saying it's the same. I think it's the same, like, format, though. It's this, like, main character with together. some sort of, like, thing. We're putting it together. Mm. We're we're watching the character experience this thing that they have to deal with. And then they slowly become crazier and crazier. And yeah. then by the end, like, he kills the the guy who's supposed to be his friend in Memento. Right. Oh, spoiler alerts. Oh, Fuck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what, like, a... Movie. yeah fuck you guys if you haven't seen it honestly i really didn't spoil anything the movie itself is the it's the journey not the ending really even well, also you know that in the beginning because it goes from the beginning to the end to the beginning that's like, true yeah it's in it's in reverse chronological order so yeah. also a spoiler um that's probably the bigger spoiler <laughs> that's probably the bigger spoiler yeah. well um okay either way it kind of was like that sort of yeah feeling of a movie where it's like mysterious mm. and it's like about a single character like not overcoming but like dealing with and succumbing to their mental illness yeah even like fight club is actually sort of within that right same realm. i mean i kind of mentioned with like a twist <laughs> like it, it kind of happens like yeah i mean he did have like yeah multiple uh, personality exactly disorder. And then you find it out at the end, and it's, like, about his descent into this. And then also, you know, it is kind of a disturbing movie mm. that you feel uncomfortable, like, throughout. Yeah. And that's the sort of vibe that you get in this movie as well. It's like, you're not supposed to be comfortable. You're not supposed to be, like, happy watching it. You're supposed no. to, like, experience something you haven't experienced right. before. And that's yeah. why I think it stands out to people. Definitely. Yeah, I think we pretty much covered most of yeah, the I think it's a good summation of a uh, Joker. Definitely a great movie. Definitely, definitely recommend. Do, it. Yeah, definitely going to do good in the second weekend too. Oh yeah, cuz it broke the record right for October. Yeah, for the Release, first week right? or something. Weekend. I think I think opening weekend, I think opening that's weekend, what it is. Yeah. yeah. 90 like 2 million mm -hmm. and then the yeah. last one was like 80.4 million yeah. with uh Venom. That was Venom, yeah. So it's kind of funny, actually, like last two Octobers in a row, we're just like breaking records for yeah. October. Yeah. October is becoming like the secret new. Um, well, I, if they maybe... actually put good movies instead of like Paranormal Activity, yeah, that would happen. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We're, we're, they're finally realizing that there's like a huge market for like sort of darker mm -hmm. kind of uh, versions of other stories and like Venom is like a darker yeah. uh, Marvel yeah. sort of movie where the villain is yeah. like the main character, and then again we've got the Joker. Um, and there's a market for it now. Yeah, and I don't think there was before. 
uh, there used to be like crappy horror movies coming out in Halloween, and now they're like, oh, we're gonna actually start creating artistic horror like movies. These aren't these aren't horror movies, but they're like dark thrillers, suspense. Yeah. Um. But yeah, tell us if you if you saw it. What did you guys think of the movie? I think overall the critical consensus was kind of mixed, and so the, the audience loved it. The, yeah, the critics like gave it a super bad score on Rotten Tomatoes. I think I thought it was like 69 or 70% or something. Dude, no. Has it been dropping? I think it was really, yeah, I think it was dropping. I don't get crazy. Unless like it was just... up front, it was really low, and then maybe it's not anymore. Maybe. I always check, but... But then the audience score was really high. Yeah, I think audience score was like 90% when I checked. I, yeah, I think it's... It, I think also um, the perception, like the preconception, preconceived like ideas of this movie kind of um put people off yeah and they kind of they kind of painted a narrative that wasn't true at all reflective of the movie yeah but you'd think that that when somebody would go in after having the wrong perspective that it would like enlighten Mm -hmm. them to the correct one but instead it probably just makes them search for Mm -hmm. validation in their incorrect Mm -hmm. one i will say that's probably why it did so well though controversy kind of helped it oh yeah people are gonna watch i'm gonna watch it no matter what but I think the people that had a problem, um, basically, we're just gonna say, "No, I'm not gonna watch it," and not have a problem, and not like listen to, like, and pay attention to the actual, like, commentary on mm-hmm. our society. And I think, like, if you ask people with mental illness what they thought of the movie, they probably would be like, "It was very good." And I think, you know, I there's a lot of ways it's kind of scary, but you mm-hmm. you almost feel like you understand where he comes from. Like, the more you understand mental illness, the more you understand Arthur Fleck. And I think the more you do that, then the more of a fascinating movie it is. So there's just a, I think, a perspective that if you don't go into the movie with, that you won't enjoy it as much. Because you have to understand that this is like, it's a villain movie, but it's not, it's supposed to be like a a new type of villain movie Mm. where we're, we're supposed to see somebody who had the potential to do good become bad. And uh, I think it, it stood out for that reason. Yeah. Let us know what you guys think. See you next episode. As always, thank you for listening and following. Check us out every Thursday on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, anywhere podcasts are available. You can find us on Instagram at Unstoppable Force Podcast and Twitter at UforcePod for news and updates. We'll see you guys next week. And, and until, until then, then, stay unstoppable. unstoppable.